0: Hello, this is Angel Talk Podcast with Brenda Hardwick, recorded on Anchor by Spotify. You can find it to listen on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcast Networks. This is June's session, and I'm a little late. Yeah, life happens. Our topic for today is when you know they're listening, when you know they're there, but you can't tell they're working. So we're talking about your angels. When you know they're there because you have had proof, you have seen that they're present, you have received answers, but you've asked for things that you can't tell whether they heard you or not trust me they're there one of the biggest issues that humans have with uh, talking to their angels is we forget that they listen to you all the time your angels are with you all the time so they know how you talk they hear your words they know that you are Angry, upset, scared, freaking out. It doesn't matter your frame of mind. Your angels are familiar with it. They just are. Trust that they have gotten used to how you think, how you work, what you do, how you do things. They've been with you at least one of them, since you were born. So you are not a new work for them. (laughs) You're a constant work for them. I've had clients say, oh, I know my angels are tired of me. No, they don't get tired of you. That's a human trait. They don't get tired of you. They wait. They wait on you to catch up. They wait on you to figure out what you want, how you want it, and then they wait for you to ask for it, because you have to ask for it before they can do anything. You have to give them permission. We have free will. Now, that being said, what exactly does that mean, we have to give them permission? Well, that's just it. You have to say, okay, angels. I need your help with blah, 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 blah. I want you to help me with whatever it is that's on your agenda for this moment, for this month, for this week. You have to let your angels know that you need their help, that you want their help, that you are trusting that they will step up, step in and do what's necessary for whatever it is you're asking, for you to get what you want, to get what you need, to get what you desire. All of this to your highest, best, and good. Ah, that's a caveat. Yes, it is. Because if you're asking for something that really isn't a good idea for you, You're probably not going to get it. What do you mean I'm not going to get it? Well, if you're asking for something that is detrimental to your health, to your life, to where you are in your uh, journey, they may not answer it the way you expect, the way you want it to be answered. You may not get what you ask for my grandchildren this last week of school they're out of school now for the summer oh my goodness now we have to entertain them all day every day but they heard a part of a song you can't always get what you want now i knew it was a song i knew it was familiar but i couldn't remember the tune couldn't remember where it was from and so i Googled it, and it was Rolling Stones, of course. You can't always get what you want. And so then I sang it for them, just the chorus line. The rest of the words were kind of above them because they're still four. But you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might get what you need. And so that's what we've been saying to them. We said it to them all week because they didn't want to go to school, but it was their last week. It was important that they be there. They didn't want to go to bed. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. And it is a running theme even right now. I want to do this, not that. We ask them to do something, and they ignore us which is really getting on our nerves, but we have to keep reminding ourselves. Therefore, and then I look at, well, how often do we do that to people? Do we hear what is being said and we ignore it? We do that all the time. I do it with the kids. I do it with my son and son-in-love. They say things to me and I just choose not to answer. Sometimes it's things that really require an answer. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just because I'm feeling ornery because yeah, I do that. I can be ornery too. But sometimes it's just because I'm feeling that kind of way like a four-year-old who just wants to do what they want to do. I've had hard lessons to learn since being here in Portugal. It started before we got here, listening to both my sons and my son-in-love and my daughter-in-love saying things like, well, mom, you really can't see that well. Well, mom, you really do have issues with how you walk. You fall down a lot you do this a lot, you do that a lot. And I'm like, since when are they watching what I do? And then one night I sat back and I just thought about it. And I realized, you know, they're kind of right. I do a lot of things that I used to be able to do really well and I try to do it now, but it's not the same. At 65, this body is different. Carbon-based, human, has been through some hell and back. All the parts aren't working the way they used to. Not like they were when I was in my 20s, or my 30s, or my 40s, or my 50s. I'm not the same. And neither are you. From wherever you're starting, From wherever you've been, you've changed how you think, how you move, how you listen, how you talk. Everything changes because we grow. And sometimes we grow for the better. Sometimes we grow for the worse. Because after all, we are still human. So when you're thinking about what you want to ask your angels... What is it you're going to ask? How you're going to ask? Remember, last month we talked about it's all about how you ask. So, when you think about how you're going to ask and what you're going to ask, think about where in your process you are for whatever it is you want. If it's a new car, new house, new anything, do you have the money? Are you working? Are you bringing in an income? Do you have savings in the bank? If all of these are answered no, where do you think what you're asking for when it's something brand new off the shelf that you got to buy, where do you think it's going to come from? They have to provide you with the funds, with the income, and with the ability to get it before you can get it. So that's like A, B, and C before we get to D, where you get it. Think about what you're asking for and how you're asking. A lot of times, they're doing a whole lot of work in the background where you can't see it, where you can't tell they're there, where you don't know they're working until, oh, wow, that's new. That never happened before. Wow. Oh, some extra money came in. Where did that come from? How did that happen? Okay, thank you, angels. Now, when you get that extra, what did you ask for? Hmm, is it enough to do it? Or maybe it's just the seed money to get it started. I use money because most of the time, a lot of the stuff we ask for has a cost to it. We want and need to pay for it. So that's what we do, we ask. We ask for, I need blah, 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 or, I want blah, 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 without considering what needs to happen for you to get it. That's okay, but just recognize that if that's the case, when you're asking your angels to get you something, when you're asking them to do the work, when you're telling them what you want, You have to allow them to do the work, even if you can't see that it's being done. Oh, when they do it, they always do. And they're good at what they do. They're also good at not bugging you with the details. If you needed to know the details, you would. If there's something that you need to know to help it along, they'll let you know. Maybe you wake up one morning and realize, ooh, I need to bake a cake and take it to so-and-so. I need to paint a picture. I need to draw. I need to write. I need to string some beads. I need to say a prayer. Yeah, all of those things, any of those things could be something that will help you get what it is you want, what it is you've asked for. It is amazing what they will do for you. I've had a rough month. That's part of why this podcast is late. I got sick. I hurt my back doing something stupid. Yeah. I have history in fitness, in health, in wellness, and I did something really stupid and hurt my back. And then, just when I was almost healed from that, I was riding a bus that had an accident. So it set me back another couple of weeks. And then, who knows how it happened, I threw a rib out of joint. One, after the other, after the other. Now that's three, so I know I'm done, but holy geez, what was the lesson I was supposed to learn from that? Slow your roll, Brenda. Something I have asked for needed me to slow down, take my time, pay attention, Sometimes growth hurts. Yeah, even when you were a kid and you grew, your legs hurt, your arms hurt, your body hurt as you grew. It's normal. Sometimes the pain is worse than others. This pain, these last few weeks, required that I take some medication. Now, that's different for me. Because I've been using essential oils, prayer, and healing energy for all the illnesses and things that I've had to deal with with my physical body. Trust me when I tell you that wasn't enough for this back injury. It hurt too much. The spasms were unbearable. So, painkiller, muscle relaxer. Haven't had to take any of that since before I had back surgery way back in... 2007 or 8. And my body wasn't used to it. It helped. It made a difference. And yeah, I'm still in a bit of pain, but I've stopped taking all of that stuff because the pain is at a level I can handle it. The spasms are no longer happening. The rib, as strangely as it popped out, went back into place. So I'm healing. But getting here took three and a half weeks and it wasn't pretty and it hurt and I had to rely on people that I didn't want to rely on, the kids. I had to ask them to do things for me. I had to ask them to help. This was part of my lesson, asking for help. Because at 65 and getting where I am right now without asking anybody for help, it's hard to not only ask for help, but to allow the people that can help to do it. Now let's shift that to your angels, your posse, your guides, those that are energetic and there to help you. Asking for help is hard, especially when you're asking and trusting that they're going to do something that you don't know how it's going to happen, you don't know where it's going to happen, and you can't direct it, and you can't help it. Yeah, that's a thing, because if you're trying to make it it happen, even if you've asked for it to happen, if you're trying to make it happen, they have to let you do it. It means they have to sit back and wait for you to give it back to them. So many times when we ask, we say, "Okay, angels, I need your help. And then our next thought is, how am I going to fix this? And if you're going to do that, they have to let you because free will reigns. So asking for help and then letting the person, the angel, do it, that's a whole nother aspect of allowing help to happen that is so difficult. When all of us, most of us, have grown up with, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, buckle down, make it happen. If you work hard enough, you can get it done. Well, Yeah. All of those things might be true. But sometimes you need help. Sometimes it's hard to do it all by yourself. And sometimes maybe you don't want to do it all by yourself. So, yeah. That means you have to ask for help. And then when you ask for help, you have to step back and let them do the work. That's the hard part. That's the part that... I can't tell you how to do it because everybody has to do it on their own. Everybody. That's the part that shows where you are in your growth. In your energetic growth. In your spiritual growth. In your trust of your angels. Being able to let them. Being able to allow them. Being able to get out of your own way. Hmm. I know some of you have heard that. Get out of your own way. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, when you ask for help, sit down, rest, watch, wait, listen. Stop trying to do it anyway when you've asked for help. That's not how it works. You have to let those you've asked, step in and help. So now, for me, this next month is going to be filled with reflection on what I learned over these last three weeks being in pain and what I've learned about trusting my angels to do what I've asked them to do. And in fact, that's the topic for July, On the fourth Wednesday of the month, if I'm on time this time, trust how to build it with your angels. Oh, yes. Last month, I talked about all the things we were waiting to happen. Everything happened the way it was supposed to. We got our residency cards. Instead of waiting three months like they told us we would, we got it in a week, all four of us we've gotten our utente, our medical card, our medical number for the country. And my trip to the emergency room, we got to test the public system and quickly learned that it's a good thing we have insurance because the private is just a little bit better, especially as an American. Not everybody's happy we're here, but that's okay. Not everybody was happy, We were in the U.S. either. Being African American, that's a thing. Trust. How to build it with your angels. That's our topic for next month. You've heard some music on this recording. That's because my neighbors upstairs were practicing their guitar. So thank you for the serenade. You also heard a little bit of hollering. The twins just got home. So grandma's going to tune out. And tune in to the girls, and I'll come back at you next month. Thank you for listening. Namaste.